2: Club at 22, the Rangers podcast, is supported by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision, engineered tools for your family jewels. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with code Club at 22. Your balls will thank you. Hello everyone and welcome to Club Preview here on Club at 22 podcast. We are live tonight on YouTube so please get involved as always in the comments and let us know how you're feeling today but if you're anything like my me and my two uh, my two pod, podders tonight I'm sure the last 24 hours or so has been a, a rather pleasant one. I am Scott Carney, I will be hosting the preview this week and I'm joined by Ali Pearson. Ali, have you scraped yourself off the rafters yet mate?
1: I was actually I was throwing Falkirk today and I seen a guy and I was talking about Rangers today and I was saying to him I'd still need to be brought down from the ceiling to be honest it was uh, aye, a remarkable night, I don't know we'll get into it but it was remarkable, there's Dale from Los Angeles, I wonder if we'll get a wee invite out to LA, that'd be quite a good one, I am uh, uh.
2: yeah, I'm, you to can
1: pay for me to go, surely Dale will pay for it, wait see uh, <laughs> we're, we're,
0: you know we I was going to say hi, we're Scotia. planning a trip to America <laughs> Yeah, no, we're planning a trip to America But Elliot wasn't in the itinerary But we might need to change that and go and say hello to Dale um, yeah. No, hi, guys Um, aye, Today's been a really strange day I've been totally drained I've been napping, falling asleep all the time And then waking up and going, is this actually real? I'm totally drained last night I think had, I've had a few beers But the adrenaline from last night as well Has just taken out me today But it's, I wish I could feel like this all the time To be honest
2: Yeah, um, have I told everybody I've got a bad back? I'm pretty sure I've mentioned it once or twice Uh, So I'm currently unable to work just now and today's been just a joyous day I don't know how many times I've watched the highlights of the game back, especially John Lindstrom's goal No idea how many times I've watched that and yeah, just watching all the reaction, watching the, the absolute buzz around last night has been it's been really good a a really really good day um before we get into it i need to thank all of you amazing people um that have supported us and got us to where we are just now with the podcast i woke up today and the podcast has passed over two hundred and fifty thousand views in total on on youtube which is (coughs) absolutely ridiculous it really is i I never expected that when we started this and it's uh it's still it's still growing so i thank you all for the the continued support for us and a massive welcome to all our new subscribers because we took a new uh took a bit of a jump again. So hello everybody. Um and thank you very much for the, the continued support for us. We're also so close to two thousand subscribers on YouTube, which again is just mind blowing that we've managed to get that. that that close to that Um, so if you could, uh, if you wouldn't mind if you can please like the videos subscribe to the YouTube channel, it's two wee clicks for you that cost nothing but it means a massive uh, it means a massive difference to us it really does make a huge difference so thank you everyone, Uh, just before we get into Ranger stuff, we will talk about it don't everybody worry, we are going to get there only 10 days left of our charity raffle, as you can see it running across the bottom of the screen. We are running a charity raffle for a tour of four people uh, of Ibrook Stadium. Um, all the proceeds are going to the Rangers Charity Foundation. To enter, please click on the PayPal link and donate £3 per entry I will assign you a number, all proceeds as I said, go to the Charity Foundation if have any questions at all, you can email me uh, at club.at22.podcast at gmail.com, hate that, never thought that through that email address uh, the raffle will run until the 28th the midnight on the 28th of February uh, and I'll pick a winner I'll do a live I'll do a video, you'll see what's happening uh, and who's exactly won either on the 1st or 2nd of March whenever I get round to it So, thank you for listening to all my jargon at the start, and it's time to talk about last night, gentlemen. uh, The night after the night before. uh, As I say, I've not stopped smiling. Uh, I've I've continually smiled my way through today. Uh, It's been tremendous, Uh, the response. Everybody's saying pretty much the same thing, that what a momentous night this is for for our team. It's not a dream. Yes, it really did happen, Uh, don't let the moon howlers let you think that that was a, somehow a weakened Dortmund side. The only player that wasn't there was Halland. Uh Everybody else was there, so they are. <laughs> it was a full-strength team. Don't let them try and make themselves feel better. I think that's probably the best way to say it. Um, Rangers running out 4-2 winners. Give us every chance in the world to go through uh, next week when we get them back to Ibrox. And, Ali, it's... Um, it's good that Rangers have decided to keep up the reputation uh, or enhance the reputation of Scottish football in European competitions. It's a shame that another team couldn't even be a Wi-Fi code mate to do that.
1: Aye, but that Bodo Glunt are amazing. Apparently, that's all I've heard today. <laughs> Aye, but they're a good team. Aye, <laughs> I haven't, haven't even—they're in pre-season at the moment. So, but I'm not here to talk about them. Um, no, it's fantastic with Rangers, and I mean. He, the last four years, I mean, since Gerard's come in and to now with Gio as well, our, our record in Europe has been phenomenal. It really has. You, you look at the record; it's the wins we've had, and the teams we've beat, the Portos, the Bragas. I mean, we've beat some fantastic teams, but but last night is um, is right up there. I mean, I, I said the Leon game. I mean, Scotia will remember the Leon game away, the three 0 one. Last night for me beats it. The Leon game for me. We get battered a bit in that game and we got three goals, two from breakaways, but we get battered in that game. Last night wasn't like that. I thought we controlled that game last night for large spells, thoroughly thoroughly deserved it. And for me, it's the best European away performance I've seen in my lifetime and I'm 36 years of age.
0: (laughs) Yeah,
2: uh, again, it's, it's one of the ones that I don't know if we'll understand the significance right now. I don't know if a lot of people understand the significance of it right now. It's, um, it's a massive one. It's definitely the biggest of my lifetime. I mean, I can't, I can't remember anything really, really close to it. Um, Rangers were just so good last night and I've seen some people saying it's only half time and whatever and there's another leg to go in the tie yes there is but let's enjoy this we deserve to enjoy this this is (laughs) I mean it can't be understated how how big a night it is for us Scotia obviously you were on the reaction pod last night mate try and sum up your feelings about um, a beautiful night in Dortmund
0: Oh it was absolutely wonderful so so proud of the team it was an absolutely fantastic team performance um just so ecstatic with it, like like you. Is I think, it probably has the best European result in my lifetime. I think the only ones that perhaps come close to it's probably the results against Leeds back in 92-93. But even then, the gap between the kind of the sides was nowhere near as big as it was between Rangers and Dortmund last night. You would say on paper, so couldn't be any more prouder of the team. Um, some of the performances last night were absolutely sensational, and um, yeah, like I say, it's just today's been a blur really. Because I, I can't believe that happened I think we spoke Obviously on the Tuesday Was it the Tuesday we on the Club Deck Corner? Yeah, Tuesday night And no, I, I went for a 2-1 Borussia Dortmund win I think you all went for like a draw
2: I, didn't see, I a four-two tall, right? <laughs> yeah, didn't see a 4-2 coming
0: Didn't see a 4-2 coming in all honesty And that's all credit to Gio um, And how he's got the team playing And, and the team themselves as well um, Because, I mean, it was only, what, two and a half weeks ago we were all absolutely fuming after the result against Celtic, but ever since that result, it's really, I think it's really spurred us into action, and last night was the icing in the cake for it
2: Absolutely, it really was, I I think that's that's a lot lot of the things that I've been seeing today, and it, it is obviously hindsight's a beautiful thing, and People say the blessing in disguise. I, I never want to think that an old firm defeat is a blessing in disguise. But since that defeat, since the return of Alfredo Morelos and certain players, since that defeat, have, as well, have have sparked into life. So, do you think? Do you think that old firm game was they've they've woken up the beast in Rangers? Possibly.
1: Yeah. I mean, you, you could look back at the end of the season. If it all goes the way we want it to go and say that was a blessing in disguise what happened at Parkhead in terms of it was a kick up the arse. It's blown smoke up their arse as well because they think they're the best things since sliced bread, which I quite like at the moment. I like them to think that. Them getting beat, beat last night off a of, whatever that mob are called um, brings them a wee bit down to earth, to be honest, because they probably expect to go and pump that mob. But, um, but yeah, no, Rangers, since, since that game... And that, was, that, that game that I watched, when me and Scotia watched it together on the pub, that wasn't Rangers I was watching. That wasn't the Rangers I was used to watching. God knows what happened that night. Um, but no, certain players of Alpha in particular is probably the best he's been at Rangers in a long time. I know it's only been three games since he's come back, but he's been unplayable. He really has. John Lindstrom, who, let's be honest here, all of us here, myself included, and Ryan, will say it as well, we all said couldn't you see him coming back. We all, we all said we could see him getting shipped out in January, and for him to come back and put the performance he's put in, outstanding, the big man. He's finally, it's as if he's just grown into the jersey, and he, he, he's he got, he's got, he, he's playing in the correct position now, John Lundstrom, and he's got Ryan Jack, who I think's a, a massive help to him sitting there as well, and it works, the two of them work together, and going forward, to me, that that's our midfield, it really is with the two of them, and Yeah. I, I would say Morelos and um, Lundstrom have been key, and Ryan Kent. Ryan Kent gets a hard time by Rangers fans because mm-hmm. he, he doesn't turn it on every week. But that's what wingers are, they can't turn it on every week. But he's been outstanding, and last night Ryan Kent worked his socks off. I think the fourth goal, when he won a ball back and, and drove with it, was um, was evidence of that. But um, no, there's a lot of players that can be proud of themselves at the
0: moment.
2: Score, I just done that thing again. Um, when I, was I went through it all. Around. I could have went through a few more <laughs> to be honest. I, I always he, write the team down and I just cross
0: question. off who he speaks about. Uh, I
2: know. I was like, I feel like starting and going, stop, stop, stop. Look, like, uh, no. I, it's. Uh, I don't criticise you, mate. It's only a joke. We, we can always come back and talk about the players, but. I I am one that I will happily hold my hands up and say I was completely wrong about John Lindstrom. I thought I didn't think he had a look in with this team. I didn't think he fitted what Giovanni van Bronckhorst wanted to do. And how wrong I was! Uh, I don't know if people are aware. I don't um, I don't like being right, um, which is a lot of lies. Uh, I do, but on this one I am I am happily happily wrong because he is. <clears throat> it, last night I said it on the reaction pod as well. Score shall come to you, Lindstrom. That was the Lundstrom. This is the John Lundstrom that I thought we were getting.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's totally correct. Um, and he, although we have said, you know, we, we couldn't really see a place for him, I don't think it's because we didn't think he was a good player. He just didn't seem to fit in the system. But ever since he's been playing, particularly alongside Ryan Jack, I think the two of them just complement each other so, so well in that midfield and give us that wee bit more directness. I think previously when he was maybe playing with Kamara, it was a bit slower. But I think both of them together really complement each other. Um, and yeah, Lundström, he's one of the first picks in the team at the moment, really. Particularly considering Jack's just coming back from a from a long-term injury. I think Lundström's one of your, your first choice um, centre-mids at the moment. Um, and that's credit to him. Because like we say, we did think that maybe that was him gone. Particularly after Gerard leaving and wasn't really getting a look in. But no, he's been brilliant ever since we really came back.
2: Yeah, uh, Gio on the win last night said to score four goals against Dortmund is a great result uh, to take back to Glasgow. We're only halfway, but the players can be proud of the performance tonight. We knew we would need to be brave in, in and out of possession, uh, but the pressing was really good. The spirit and what creating the team for the last three games has been there, and we were we were at it um, from the first minute last night against Dortmund. As a manager, this is a great achievement for me. He also made comment about Alfredo Morelos and said um, his goal threat. 18 yard boxes up there with the best I have seen. Ali Morelos' goal scoring record speaks for itself now uh, in Europe. He stands alone. Obviously, that's caveated with we've played a lot of qualifiers, etc. etc. It's, it's, it's European football is much different now than what it ever was, but he can't really take that away from him. Everybody knows how much we speak about Fredo Morelos. He's on the wall behind me. Uh, I absolutely adore him. But last night, i say, even watching the highlights back, he bullies Hummels, um, who's a World Cup winning centre back, and the Zagadu, which is he's meant to be the next kind of up and coming centre back, the kind of most promising um centre one of the most promising centre backs in Europe. And Morelos ran them all over that pitch.
1: Yeah. He thrives. I mean he thrives in this Europa League. We've seen it the last fucking four years, whatever we've been in the Europa League. And he knows Morelos. Playing in the Europa League, he's in a big short window there in terms of when he moves. When he moves from Rangers, and he will move from Rangers. Morelos, he's been with us. He's been with us longer than I thought. Morelos, he's been. I think this is his fifth season with Morelos, which is quite a long time in modern day football at the moment. And um, but he knows, especially against Dortmund last night, that a lot of players in the short window last night. But. Yeah, he's been brilliant, Morelos, and his goal records fantastic. I don't, I mean, Scotia might know this, and I don't know if he was given the second one or was that a, an own goal that was on Sunday? I an own goal. I know. thought, I thought so. I thought so. Um, which is a shame for Alfie. healthy. Um, it's still his goal in my eyes, to be honest. Though, so he got a double last night, but um, <laughs> no, nah, brilliant. And I think Gio said in the press today, of days. He's ready to go against Dundee United on Sunday as well. I just think, at the moment, he's on fire, Morelos, and he has to play every week. And players like Kamar I can't see him getting a look in. I really can't at all in this team.
2: Yeah. Um, Alfredo Morelos has just come back a different... Uh, he's a different man almost like it uh, is he is probably now the best that i've seen him in a rangers jersey and he looks fat and he looks mean and he looks happy and he just wants to play football and he's menacing when he's like that to do what he done last night and <clears throat> say people can try and talk it down as much as they want that this is a team that's been spending hundreds of millions of euros genuinely on players over the last how many seasons it's the the golf and finances is there to see but one thing last night that we we did see was where a, a proper belief in a team, um, I, I mean in a team in the sense of that like every single one of them fought for each other last night. Everybody had each other's back. Everybody followed. Whoever decided that they were going, they would cover. And it was just this constant, beautiful thing <laughs> last night. And I can't stop smiling about it. Um, does everybody know that we beat Bruce Dortmund 4-2 last night? Yeah, uh, it's, it's great. We'll move on to, we'll move on to Ryan Kent. Scotia. Um, <clears throat> his numbers have not been great this season. I don't think we would try and sit here and lie that he's, he's had his best season for Rangers. He, he, he probably hasn't. However, um, you never fault his effort. You never fault, he, fault he's, his desire. He constantly looks for the ball. But last night, the, the Dortmund defenders that were up against him, well, Literally have nightmares about him Because he was constantly at them Every time they got the ball I think Ali said it last night They they shat themselves last night Every time Ryan came to the ball They didn't want anything to do with him Because they didn't know what he was going to do I actually watched a video And I'm sorry I forget the name A boy from England He's obviously a football blogger Went to Dortmund and it was the very first move that we done at the start when Barisic got put in, and you could hear him saying on camera, he's like, he's frightening, he's absolutely frightening, uh, talking about Ryan Kent. His work especially, see for the goal of Lindstrom's goal, I think he beats four Dortmund players before he calmly, as you like, cuts it back into Lundström's path. I mean, Ryan Kent last night, sh- this is why Ryan Kent gets the criticism that he does, because we know that's in him.
0: Yeah, but to be honest... I would rather he saves his best like last night, for games like last night, um, rather yeah. than doing that against a Dundee or someone like of that ilk. Um, but he, he always shows up in big games, I've found with Ryan Kent, he's absolutely frightening sometimes to watch. Um, like Ali had mentioned earlier, he is a winger, so wingers by nature are never always going to... Be at the top of their game every single week and week out. That's just the way it is, really. Um. So, like, say it's good that he saves it for nights like last night. They got what he done to set up um, Lundstrom. But that's when I was properly. I was like, is this even real? Because it was, it was just, it was brilliant. I know. I think obviously Hargreaves has come out and compared him to Ribery. Um. Mm-hmm. You no, know, that's that's pretty high praise for getting compared to a World <laughs> yeah. Cup winner. Um yeah I, I, it's absolutely fantastic my only worry is that when he plays that well you know that he's going to like he'll p- peak interest from other teams which if you're being a wee bit um greedy you just want to keep him at rangers forever if we could um because yeah he's, he's absolutely brilliant
2: uh absolutely um and we'll move on to lunchroom and jack um, now again everybody knows how much of a fanboy I am of Ryan Jack And I tried to be contain myself in my delight for how good he was last night But it's not just that I'm a fanboy of him I think last night displayed how crucial Ryan Jack is to this Rangers team I think he's very intelligent I think he's more intelligent than people will give him credit for His vision of the game, his Ranger passions Everything about Ryan Jack last night was superb, he was winning his battles, he was cutting out their passing, he was switching the play to relieve pressure for us, just kind of out of nowhere, and he's not scared to make that first touch pass, and yeah, I fit I Ryan Jack for us is just massive, he is absolutely massive, and he would be, personally, if he can stay fit, the first name on that that team sheet for me, but I, I we've probably spoken about him enough, but the You always talk about the dig, Ali. You always talk about the the, the middle of the pitch needing a bit of of fight, a bit of give, because Davis can do it to a certain extent. He's obviously getting to that age now that he he can't do it every game, and Kamara, it's never really been his thing. But Lundstrom, especially last night, was just a man possessed. And by the way, happy birthday, John. I know you watch this podcast, but uh, Lundstrom, Ali.
1: Yeah, I said last night I think we've all said it and all the guys in the comments I'd imagine will agree, the Rangers midfield when it's like a a Camara Davis-Aribo or whatever it's too nice for me yeah, they're neat and tidy footballers it's too nice I thought last night showed why Jack and Lundstrom should be in that team because they added that bit of dig, bit of steel but not just that not just thrown into tackles Ryan Jack I thought complimented um, John Lundstrom really well last night because he he brought composure. In a a game like last night, you need somebody with a bit of composure to put their foot in the ball. Like you say, Karni, he's an intelligent player. He can switch the play. He can relieve the pressure. And he was outstanding last night. And you need to remember, Ryan Jacks hardly kicked a ball for us in eight, nine months. Mm -hmm. And for him to come back, and he he was good against um, Hearts. Need to remember, really good against Hearts. And for him to come back... Away at Dortmund and put a performance like that, and after being eight nine months, how hardly kicking a ball is phenomenal. <laughs> to be honest, it, it really is, and um, we just hope he can stay fit because he he is key. He is key to that Rangers midfield, and he's key to John Lundstrom as well because they complement each other well. And yeah, big Lundstrom last night. There was one in the second half which I just I loved, and there was a I would say it was a 70-30 in favour of the in favour of the, the Dortmund player. And it was two of them, I think, and Lundström won the ball and came out with it. And I thought, that's what I want. And I've not seen that in the Rangers midfield this season at all, because like I say, we are a bit nice. But last night, I just thought, no, nah, that's what I'm looking for. And I just thought John Lundström is, is finally came to the party. It's taken him a while, and it does take players to grow into the Rangers' shirt. But no, it's his shot to lose now.
2: Oh, 100%. Uh, just on Ryan Jack, he, he said to the, the Rangers' website that... Um he's been working really hard to get his fitness right behind the scenes and doing the extra work to get himself in the best possible place. And I mean, I'm not going to lie, I did not see Lundstrom and Jack being our our first choice midfield. I d I didn't I, I I would be lying if I said that's what I thought it was going to be. But Again, I'm more than happy to be wrong on this one because they two complement each other great and they've got a really good understanding uh, and it's just growing and growing and it's getting better and better. Um, Scotia Aldo said, um, right, okay, after last night, we can all just say that Lundstrom is Stephen Davis' replacement come at me. I'll just show you last night's performance. Uh, I don't know if you would have anybody coming at you now. Um, Aldo, I think Ali's right. This is Lundstrom's shot to lose now.
0: Yeah, um, uh, the way he's been playing recently, like I said earlier, um, it's been brilliant. So you, you kind of forget that Davis is actually on the team. At times, if I'm being completely honest, when, I, when you go to select your team for the next game coming up, I always seem to forget about Davis. Um, So Dio's kind of looks like he's going to kind of favouring your likes of Kamara, Lundström and Jack and for me it needs to be both Lundström and Jack because like I've said, they they work perfectly together. Some of this, see what Jack was doing that frustrates the life out of me when Kamara does it sometimes, is he gets the ball and he passes it away straight away. There was a couple of times he just lumped it back to Goldson but it wasn't slowing the game down. It was straight back to, to Goldson even for him to play it further forward. And with, for Jack in particular, it frightens me that every time he's come back from injury, he's looked far better than he was <laughs> prior to the injury. Um, so hopefully he, hopefully the both of them can stay injury-free for the rest of the season, because I think they'll be really important um, for us both in Europe and in the league.
2: Yeah, I think it's going to be a balancing act now um, with Ryan Jack. Look, we all know he's under his, injuries, his injury, injury troubles, and we always had that concern. I remember saying it. I was like, I don't think... Uh, I wasn't sure if... Jack was actually going to have a future at Rangers just purely based on who was coming through, what was happening, things at the time. But to come back and to put performances in like that, I mean, for me, as you say, I fit Ryan Jack is just the first man, the first man in that team sheet for me. Uh, I think he's uh, he's everything that we need in the middle of that park, and he understands it and he gets it, and it's everything that you want from the the middle of the, the middle of the pitch. But yeah, him and Lundstrom last night were. Uh, just a class above they really were they made they made some pretty serious dortmund players look pretty average and they didn't want to fight lundstrom and jack certainly did so uh, they can be proud of themselves um we can't really um we can't underestimate just how a huge win, how huge a win this is for us um ali it's hard enough good to go away in europe uh to get a result but to go away to the second best team in the bundesliga and to not only just win, but to convincingly win, um, this is just going to go down as one of those moments in history where you'll remember that. And I, as I say, I, I don't know how many times I've said it, I'm so proud of my team last night. Yeah, and like I
1: said at the beginning, it's, it is it is the greatest European victory away from home, I would say, in, in my lifetime. Um, yeah, I've, I mean I, I said last night I and mean, I know I said one each on the on the, the Club Deck Corner. I know Scotia was a bit braver and he said we'd get beat. But I mean <laughs> I, real if I've been realistic to myself I was in Scotia's camp. I honestly thought we'd get beat two one, three one. I really thought like I said we would score. I did fancy us to score because Dortmund have leaked a lot of goals recently. And I, I did I did say about that, they would look at that, and Gio has says in his presser that they did look at that to try and exploit Dortmunds because uh, Dortmund, they were there, and we did. Um, I didn't think we would exploit them as much as four goals, to be honest. But, <laughs> um, to, I, I, thought we, I just wanted the tie alive, and I think every Rangers fan every Rangers that I, I talked to leading up to this game, all of us said, if we can just keep the tie alive, so it gives us something to play for at Ibrox, because we're all paying our, our 45 quid to go along at Ibrox on a Thursday night. There'd be nothing worse than... If you get pumped at Dortmund, you are know, going along when the game's done. And oh, yeah. um, that's what a lot of people thought. I thought it was a free hit. And I think that took a lot of pressure off the Rangers players because there was no expectation. They weren't expected to go and do anything. And I think that, took, that relieved the pressure from them and it let Rangers play their own game. And when we play our own game, you see what happens. And especially in Europe, we're suited to Europe. And I, I, I think that was a big factor as well.
2: Yeah, I think even from um, Bassey's press conference today, Scotia, um, who again you you can have your say in him. He said that kind of within the first kind of first period of the game, they all kind of realised that the the game was on and um, Rangers were very much in it and in it for the fight. Uh, I thought last night Calvin Bassey was again just tremendous. A guy that's not a centre back playing that position to do. What he done to a number of high high names, high, popular names, world football names. Uh, I thought him and Connor Goldton were tremendous. And it all came from them last night. I think they they were solid. Everybody knew they were solid, which just kicked the rest of the team on. But you have to give plaudits to, to Calvin Bassey.
0: Yeah, Bassey's been brilliant. I, I know we keep on saying that he's, that's not his natural position. But to be honest, he's making it his natural position. The more he mm. plays there, he's getting better, his, his his positioning's getting a lot better. And it doesn't concern you that it's him and Goldson in the middle of the fence. Perhaps it maybe would have when he was first getting played there. But right now he's grown into that position and he's been absolutely solid. You know, he's like what he's 21, is he? Um 21, yeah. 22, Young guy. Yeah. yeah, young guy. But he's you know, he's got the physicality to play as a centre half. And um yeah, he was brilliant again last night when he was bombing forward, and Goldson as well. We slated Goldson at the start of the season. We slated him after um, the the comments that he came out with after the the League Cup semi final. But he's he's knuckled down now and he's shown us what he, what he can do. So both the centre halves last night were really important as well.
2: Yeah, um, definitely. Uh, and I say Chris Stewart said there. Big Bassey is learning quickly. He certainly is that. Uh, he he really is. Um, Ali, we we even criticised. Don't criticise. Look, the thing with Conor Goldin is, is we know how good Conor Goldin is, and there will be a loss to us when he leaves. I've said before on the pod, I am. Um, I fully expect Conor to leave in the summer. I don't think he will stay. Um, I think he'll sign for another team. But to and then even Barisic, we well, our hearts didn't sink, but we all had that wee trepidation of, oh my God, Baligan's not fit. We're going into this with Bonner Barisic, who looks short of confidence. Borna started shaky last night. He played a few back passes when he could have went forward. However, towards the end of that game, Barisic has completely grown into that game to the point where he started doing some dark arts that I hadn't really noticed during the game because I'm sitting in dreamland really watching the game. But he started winning fouls. He started to keep the ball for Rangers. And he's another one that just... We questioned him, but last
1: night Barish stood up as well. Yeah, no, I mean he was slaughtered after the the game at, at Parkheads, and right Probably so. rightly though, yeah, yeah, yeah and rightly so. and rightly yeah. and rightly so because he he shattered the bed in that game. To be honest, he really did. Um, and, but I've said previously he's he's went through spells like this in his Rangers career where. A lot of thought would bomb him out, and he comes back and shows shows how good a left. He's, a, I mean, he is a good left back. I mean, I I think Scotia said Scotia would have played him at left back um, against Dortmund because he's the better left back, and he he probably he's probably more suited to European football. Born of Barisic. and I think you seen that last night, and I thought he was good last night, Barisic. It's difficult because a lot of the other Rangers players wear mm-hmm. that level above in terms of they were, they were nine, 9 out of 10s for me, most of the Rangers players. Barisic I'd say was an 8 out of 10, but he was very good. I know he should have scored within the first five minutes, whatever it was, but come on, he's a left-back in there. Yeah. Probably took yeah. a nosebleed, to be honest. But yeah. um, no, I, I thought he was very good, Barisic. And, um, hopefully he can kick on now, Barisic, because I mean, I don't think Balogun's back at the weekend, so he'll need to play left-back again Sunday, I imagine, so yeah, I mean it's his slot to kind of to lose now. I mean he can he can win that slot back, and as you say, big bass is just sort of making that left centre half roll his own at the moment. He's he can't he's, he can't head up all back. but
2: no, he can't. No, he, he can't. He can't head a
1: ball. but everything else in terms of a, a centre half, I thought he was brilliant last night. He's chased everything down. He's got pace. He can. He's, he's strong. I mean, you've seen that one. Where they bullied the boy in the first half and just sort of let the ball go out, and I like Bassy, and he looks a popular guy in the dressing room as well. Um, I'd like to go out with The big Bassy actually they be quite good. Jim, Jim
2: Sloan said, "I've said it before. Bassy is harder than Tarzan's feet." <laughs> <laughs> he's solid to be fair. I wouldn't oh, want to miss yes, him. Yes, he's big some size. Even in the wow. the picture, the, the picture that I've used for the start of the artwork the for the start of the pod, he's 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 a bit twice as went well as any other yeah. player. He's an absolute, an absolute monster of a man, a man mountain. Um, but I mean, all, all credit has to go to the, go to the team. Um, last night, and to Geo, we we just got it right, and I think Dortmund really didn't know how to how to cope with Rangers last night. This is uh, again, I'm stealing, kind of painting the wall again, Ali, from something that you said last night. But this has sent shockwaves around European football. There is people tweeting about this that I've never even you wouldn't even think were anything to do with Rangers Are interested in Rangers and everybody's getting involved with it and it's been a a real tremendous one uh, things obviously were, were made better um when you see what happened to a team at the other side of the city, Uh, and then I think it was McCoy's that came out and said, it's all right when Celtic drop out of the Conference League to go into the Eurovision Song Contest, (laughs) which I thought was pretty funny, Uh, and it just made it all the sweeter. It was just one of the perfect nights where the stars aligned, and yeah, uh, even now, I'm still sitting thinking about it and going, we beat Dortmund and we beat Dortmund four two uh, in Germany. It's one of the nights that you will you will forever forever remember, really is. And I cannot wait for Thursday night. I don't know what to expect from us on Thursday night when it comes, uh, but I cannot wait to be there. I tell you that for a fact. I cannot wait to be there. Anything else to say, gentlemen? Before we move on and we'll preview the Dundee United game. Not really. The only thing out. is that's
0: nine. That's nine times we've played Dortmund, and we're the first—the first time that the other teams won uh, the other ground,
2: which I thought was pretty good. Yeah. Well, is that that hamster just fell off your Wi-Fi wheel?
0: It is. Yeah, I know it's a box fell <laughs> underneath my feet. <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> the yeah, I, I just. I think there was another stat was something about the most goals that's been scored against a German team since the 70s or something like that for a British team or a or a yeah. Scottish team even. And then there was, I can't remember another one that I seen are just like, it was just stat after stat. So, yeah, I think at, at this stage of the competition as well, I've seen this in Sky Sports, this stage of the competition, I don't think any team or... I can't remember what she said. But anyway, our chances look very good because you said if you take a two-goal lead after the first leg, it tends to be um, you go through. So, look, there's a long way to go yet. There's 90 minutes of football to be played. Uh, Haaland could be back. Who knows? But I'm not as... I am not as... uh, I'm not as worried about him as Dortmund will be about Ryan Kent and Alfredo Morelos. I'll say that for sure, because I think Big, big, big Bassey will uh, put him in his pocket. Uh, that's, what I, that's what I hope for. Um, Curry Munchers asked, thoughts on Reina's boy? <sighs> Difficult one. Uh, not the most ideal game to see him play. I think he looks tricky. I think he does. He looks sort like of quite a talented football player, um, but uh, it was a difficult game for him to come on and try and make an impact on, especially as soon as you came on the park. John Lundstrom decided to try and kill the tie with a stupendous uh, strike to take us to 3 0. So, any, was there any, well, I suppose we'll ask that. Any real standouts in the Dortmund team for you last night, Ali? Bellingham, obviously.
1: He's a talent. I would good say girl. the boy they brought on in the second half, Scotia probably knows his name, the 17 year old um, who came on with Rayner, he looked good. <laughs> Um, obviously, Scotia doesn't know his name now, because he's shaking his head. But I um, <laughs> he um, he looked big, decent, big Agadoo at the back. Um, I keep thinking Agadoo do do the song, <laughs> but um, he was supposed to be decent, but he looked a like bit and ice. But no, in terms of the good players, Bellingham's the obvious one. And like I say, the boy that came on in the second half, I thought showed trickery. I thought he looked decent, but they they are full of decent players. tournaments I, <laughs> I mean, they really are, but. I think they got a shock because I, think they, I don't think they realised how good we are in terms of some of our individual players. I think Ryan got it spot on last night. I think they thought they just had to turn up. And you've seen the Rangers in our own league when we've thought we only need to turn up. have seen what happened to us sometimes. And um, I don't think they'll do that at Ibrox next Thursday.
2: Mm-hmm. Nellie put McCoco. M- 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 140 that's ah, that boy I think that's that boy I'm on about is that that's an unbelievable stat that's FIFA stats that that's that's ridiculous yeah. so yeah um I see they also brought on um well I mean they've got that what's his name up front somebody remind me Scotia what was his name Marlon Marlon yeah so boy. he's he's uh, he's a cracking player oh shouldn't have done that uh, he's a cracking player um 30 million, 35 million or something from yeah. PSV they signed him for. He's a cracking player, but again, he was kept really quiet Then they brought on a, a guy I've never heard of um, to play up front to desperately try and get something. And even Rouse last night, he wasn't, he was good, he could tell, he's class obviously but he had very little impact in the game. I think you've yeah. just got to, we have got to applaud the Rangers for the, the way they approach the game and kind of nullified this, they kind of nullified the threat from, from Dortmund and kept them very, very quiet. So, yeah, I'm more than happy with that. And I'll probably finish this podcast and go and watch the highlights again. Might as well. Um, so <laughs> we'll move on. We'll move on, gentlemen. We'll move on to the preview of the, the Dundee game from Dortmund to Dundee. What a Scottish football, man. Honestly, you can't make it up. Uh, we travel to Dundee to take on Dundee United at Tannadice on Sunday as we return to league action. Uh, United are sitting fourth, but they're only three points away from being ninth. I can't believe how close it is in the middle of the the, the league right now. Um, I think there's six points splitting um, six teams. Is that right? Is that right? I've noted them down. So I think they've, Ross County, mother, County are in and about there. It's yeah, the Motherwell, 10th, Motherwell, Aberdeen, St. Mirren, Hibbs, Livingston, and Ross County. Yeah, uh, and I think St. Mirren are due to play Dundee. They've got a game in hand, so St. Mirren could make a significant job. It's going to be tight, that. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Obviously, Hibbs. Um, uh, not Hibs. Hearts are quite comfortably third just now, and then obviously it's uh, Rangers and Celtic at the top. But yeah, it's qu- really quite a tight battle. They're on a decent run of form. Um, they're not conceding, but they're also not scoring very many goals. Uh, Ali, what are you expecting? Um, hopefully, no European hangover. Anyway, no, no.
1: <laughs>
2: it would be it would
1: be typical of Rangers to give us the high of Dortmund and then give us a low instantly. I Think yeah. Ryan always refers to the the button the boys you're always waiting for. Yeah. Um, but I, I I think they'll be in a high this Rangers team. Um we're playing before Celtic, I think. I'd imagine that they're obviously playing Sunday, so it's a chance it'll to be go, three yeah. Yeah, so it'll be a chance to go back to top of the league, I know possibly only for a couple of hours, but still it's, it puts pressure on them, which is what you want to do. But I think about I don't think it'll be a I think it'll be tricky. I mean, Dungeon United obviously beat us, but at Tyrone at the beginning of the season, we weren't great, to be honest. But um, I think he'll make a. I mean, ideally, I'd love to play the same team again, but it's never going to happen. We've only we only played yesterday, so I think he'll make a couple of changes. But I mean, Dundee United have a decent form recently. We've got Tony Watt up front, who's who was playing well with Motherwell, so and Nicky Clark, who obviously used to play with us. So I think it'll be a tricky game. But at the same time, Rangers should have enough to win it convincingly.
2: Honestly, <laughs> when, when you, See when you say things, honestly, when you <laughs> say things like that, I'm like, God, here we go. Um, you always, you always, you're always coming out with the statements. Like, Look, I, I would tend to agree, mate. I, I think. How can you not be flying after a performance like that? How can the the mood in the camp not be the best it's been in um, well weeks since we since we we had that disappointing defeat at the old farm? So the, the the place must be absolutely buzzing right now. The players must feel like they could literally run through walls. I, I would imagine they're feeling pretty good about themselves this morning, and rightly so they they should be. They did us very very proud last night. So I'm expecting um, I'm expecting a a win for Rangers. I think it's crucial for us to get a win on Sunday in order to take us into the tie on Thursday. None of this down. Keep the players up the high. Keep the fans going high as well uh, and roll into Thursday um, for what should be a very mem- memorable night at Ibrox. Scotia, you're hot. You're, you're hot. You're not. You're definitely not. Um Your thoughts <laughs> ahead. Oh, <yes>. Your thoughts. <laughs> no, he's not. Your thoughts <laughs> uh, about the Dundee United game, mate?
0: Um. At the start of the week, this was this would be the biggest game that we've been playing in the, the sort of fortnight period. Um, the result last night's probably changed that slightly a wee bit. <laughs> um, although it's still it's still hugely important. We really need to win it to keep the pressure on, like Ali says. Go, go, win, go top of the league at least until the end of the, the end of Sunday evening. Keep the pressure on Celtic. It's the dreaded dreaded Sunday twelve o'clock kickoff. Wish they could even just wait half an hour to kick off at half twelve. Because um, we know what it's like been like in the past, but you know, we should. I mean, if we can't go out and kind of continue our form from Thursday night there, you know, I, I can't see that not happening. I can't see us getting a hangover for that. The players must all be buzzing, even the ones that didn't feature in the game. Just the buzz going around the place must be brilliant. So we really need to go out and win. And I'm a bit like Ali and yourself that, yeah, we should have enough, regardless of what team gets put out.
2: Yeah. You would like to think so, as you say. If you you can't keep yourself on a high after a game like that, uh, I just don't see that happening. I do. I just think Rangers are Rangers are going to be flying right now, and I'm not expecting them to go out and absolutely blow Dundee United out the, the water. But I expect a. I expect a routine win. That's probably the place way I can put it. I expect a very routine win. Keep things ticking over nicely and get set up for um, for Thursday. But it's important. It's easy for us as fans because we, are, we did all think to ourselves before the Dortmund game, Sunday's a bigger game, Sunday's a bigger game. We all said it. I've said it. And then last night happens and you're like, Oh my God, <laughs> it's not a bigger game anymore. All of a sudden, there's a chance that you can beat Dortmund. to put them out of competition over two legs. But the players can't think like that. And I'm sure they won't. I'm pretty sure they're going to be in the, the right frame of mind. They know the task in hand. It's important that we win the league. Um, so I, I expect a, a professional performance. I really do. Um in terms of the teams, Gio didn't really give much away. In the update, the squad at the press conference, he did mention Rufin Sakala would be available for the game. But he also said that they weren't available for last night, and it was kind of weird what he said. Yeah, like, I, yeah I was going to bring that up, Khan.
1: I was interested to hear about that today, and he didn't elaborate on it at all. Nah. He, he just kind of br- brushed it away. But I mean, I've heard rumours, and the Twitter rumours. I mean, tw- rumours on Twitter could be absolutely hee-haw. But the rumours, obviously, that were going around Twitter was because they weren't vaccinated, was the reason they couldn't oh. play in Germany. Whether that's true or not, it could be a lot of garbage, but it was interesting to hear that he didn't go on to say, oh, no, they were, had a niggle or an injury or anything. He kind of just brushed over it, and nobody's really said anything about it at all, because I was surprised when I didn't see him on the, on the bench the other night. I really was, because there was mm, no really striking no, no, no options.
2: No, and he didn't really, as you say, he just didn't really elaborate on it, it was a no. definitely weird he just, yeah. you're right, he just kind of oh, they just, I only picked the players that were available, and you're like, yeah. what, what <laughs> what does that yeah. mean, were the injured, what, what's going <laughs> on? <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, look, if it is what it is look, I'm not, we're not turning this into a COVID podcast, man, I'll tell you that for sure um, but uh, it, 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 each to their own, honestly each to their own, whatever they decided uh, it's fine, but uh, I don't know if that's just Twitter rumours uh, or not so uh, are you expecting changes uh, as I said we we have said it was a a, a huge game On um, we were all saying it was going to be a huge game but obviously now, now knowing what we know now after last night Ali are you expecting a, a much changed squad or are you expecting little little changes and maybe just a couple a couple I think a few two or
1: three changes possibly um, I've got a wee curveball in the back, and I've, but I've got a reason behind it when I'm going to do it, and I'll give you my team. But, um,
2: oh, the suspense uh, is killing yeah. me! <laughs> oh, it's, I know everyone's probably
1: fucking waiting. No, everyone's um, on
2: dinner hooks like, oh, Ali's got a surprise, yeah.
1: Ali's got a curveball. <laughs> uh, he, it's not a surprise, folk might think the same way, be honest, but, um, but no, no, I do expect a couple of, Ideally, you want to play the same team because they're on a high, yeah. but you need to remember, we're playing... Sunday, we're playing Thursday, we're playing Sunday, then I think we're playing Wednesday away at St Johnson. then we've got Aberdeen yep. at home, so potentially we could be in the next round of the Europa League again, so you're back to your Thursdays, so there's a lot of, a lot of football coming up, so we need to use the squad.
2: Definitely. Uh, Scotia, what are you expecting from the team, mate? Are you expecting wholesale changes, is that what they say? I think there'll be
0: quite a few changes, yeah, but I'm kind of like Ali that I would, part of me wants them just to go out and play the exact same team that started on, on Thursday night there But I think given the fact that we're now two goals up up on Dortmund We really do need to kind of look at that and protect players Protect your likes of Jack that's just coming back from injury Although yeah. although he was absolutely magnificent So I just think we need to kind of protect the team Make some changes without weakening it That then puts us at a dis- disadvantage against United But I don't think it will Kind of keep everyone fresh as can be for the, the, the massive game on Thursday night.
2: Yeah, right, Ali. Put us all out of misery, mate. Let's hear your curve ball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of I'm kind of
1: doing this off the top of my head. Cause I didn't write it down, but um, McGregor in goal, Tavit right back, Goldson. This is my curveball, It's my curve ball. Big Hollander at the start, left centre back, and Barisic at left back. My theory behind leaving Bassey out, and I don't want to leave him out, is because I don't know if Balgan's available for Thursday night and if Bassey for somehow get injured against um, Dungeons United would be up shit creek in terms of defenders. Because obviously Scotia says um, Hollander's not a European not, squad. No, no, he's so not. that that's my theory behind that backline. And then I'm playing Ryan Jack as much as I want Ryan Jack to play. He's coming out. So kamara will slot in there with Lundström. I've got a feeling Ramsey will start. So Kamara, Lundstrom, Ramsey, and my top three is Kent, Morelos, and Aribo on the right hand side.
2: Not like because Matthew, I, I thought
1: um, because I thought Arfield was blown quite a lot, so I think he'll come out as well.
2: Yeah, no, yeah, I think possibly as well. Look, uh, I think Arfield might come out. Right, Scosh, do you want to go? Um, there is a few alleys suggested that are. are
0: and my team, um, Ramsey being one of them. Yeah, no, mine's just fairly similar to Ali's. Um, same back five. When you said that your curveball was Hillander, I was like, that's not a curveball, Pearson, really. You don't know I, I mean? I you, thought I would but, say back. I honestly, was expecting you know I mean? Simpson or something like that when you said that. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. come on. Bro. No, that's stupid. <laughs> so, yeah, same back five. Um, midfield of Kamara and Ramsey. And then Diallo, Aribo, Sakala, and Morelos. Up
2: front, oh, that's oh. nah, good. Um, it's going to be interesting, as I say. My back five, I've not, I've left Bassi in. Uh, but what you said, Ali, makes does make sense. Uh, McGregor, Tav, Golchin, Bassi, Barisic, Kamara, Lundstrom, Ramsey, Kent, Morelos, and Diallo. Uh, because I think there's Probably some stipulation in that contract that yeah. Diallo has to play at some point. So yeah, I, <laughs> I think I, I think it could be Sunday. Yeah, I was actually
1: thinking about Diallo today. I'm thinking Man United haven't sent a boy that they've spent thirty odd million quid up to sit on a bench, so there there has to be stipulations that he has to play. So yeah, the, the two of you could be right in terms of Diallo possibly could yeah. start.
2: Look, right now the competition for places is great. It's been a long time since we've. Felt quite confident of the players that are coming into the place of our kind of our starting eleven. Um, I think it's becoming quite clear what the starting eleven um, is, uh, and it's no disrespect to um, to Aribo to Arfield. Arfield especially, Arfield wasn't spectacular last night in any way, but. His effort, the constant yeah. running that he was doing—he didn't stop that entire game. Uh, his effort was unbelievable, and he probably deserves a, a, a wee rest. So, and yeah, that's, that's Diallo's there because because <coughs> <laughs> Man United will just be like, hey, "Excuse me, he's not—he's not not up there for nothing. He has to play." Uh, right, Scosh, your yeah, score, mate.
0: Um, Two 0 Rangers with Sakala for first goal scorer.
2: Allie.
1: I had 2-0 as well, to be honest. <laughs> I'm going to stick with 2-0. I'm not going to change. 2-0 and, and uh, Morelos, first goal score. I
2: uh, also had 2-0. Uh, <laughs> That's an omen. There, go, there we go. Uh, I'll go 2-0 as well. God, yeah, may as well. Uh, either that. It's either an omen or we've just absolutely ruined it. Yeah. Uh, so I'll go 2-0 um, as well, and I'll say Ryan Kent to score first. So yeah, back to league action. Um after the the high of last night, hopefully we continue on that path and we keep the keep it going, uh, keep it going. Look, again, thank you to everybody for getting involved in the comments. I need to get better at this. I am on strong painkillers right now, so trying to keep up with everything's it. a bit difficult, uh, but I appreciate everybody that gets involved in this, obviously, and I said at the start, the wee community that we're building here is superb, and I absolutely love when everybody comes in and makes comments. It's great, and everybody knows I try my hardest to get back to every single one of you, so thank you to everybody for getting involved tonight. Ali, thank you very much for your time, mate, and oh, enjoy your day tomorrow. Yeah, I was I was, I was going to bring that one up there, Carney. Um me Scotia,
1: the B team, I would cast as us, um, are going <laughs> up to the Tory Glen it's the Indoor Centre to cover the the charity match, the Bars for Bears Legends against the Lee Rugby Football Club. Um, I know they've sold, oof, they've sold over four hundred tickets so far. There's still tickets available. It's, like I said, six quid for adults, three quid, uh, three quid for kids. Kicks off at twelve o'clock. It's indoors as well, so don't worry. Um, but yeah, me and Scotia are up there the Vasters to go up there, do a couple of interviews with the players and kind of cover the kind of day and um, we'll see where we go. And I'm quite, I'm quite looking forward to to interviewing Alec Ray tomorrow, me and Scotia will get to speak to him because obviously he was in Dortmund last night comment, commentating on the game so that, that'll be he'll, interesting. He'll still be on it probably. Ah, he'll be in a high and he was noising them up on Twitter last night as well so that was good. <laughs> so um, I'm looking forward to meeting Alec Ray and a couple of other uh, Rangers legends as well. So no... If anyone's in the area with nothing to do and it's, it's, it's uh, for a great cause, and come down, you can meet Scotia as well. You can get a photo with Scotia. He'll give you an autograph. So, um, that's that's that photo fo- will be swarming over Scotia tomorrow. He'll be the main event there, no doubt.
2: Yeah, yeah. I uh, I hope not because I would I would hate for Scotia to take the limelight. Scotia, yeah, you behave yourself. Scotia, you behave yourself tomorrow. Uh, Scott, yeah, thanks very been. much, mate.
0: Yeah, no, it's yours, thoroughly looking forward to tomorrow. I seen a Curry Muncher there was giving you some pelters, Ali, for your, your lack of um, your lack of interaction with everyone. So yeah, you'll need to get on those YouTube comments
2: and get back yeah. to everyone. Al Ali's still got a Nokia thirty two ten, so that's how that's how technically advanced. Uh <laughs> Is it show your phone as if that makes a difference? Uh, look, no, uh, again, thank you everybody for getting involved tonight. Really do appreciate it. Shameless plug as always. Uh, you can join the channel if you'd like to support us for only 99 P becoming a club at 20 supporter, club at 22 supporter. you will be helping us grow, uh, and supporting us. If you don't want to subscribe, you can buy the podcast a coffee. If you'd still like to contribute, uh, all the links for that are below this podcast. Uh, and please do enter the charity raffle if you can. We really much appreciate it. If we get to hundred pounds, uh, podcast is going to match it and we'll donate £200 so only £3 per entry Um, if you can, that would be smashing so we will be back with Club Reaction uh, after the match on Sunday Uh, so enjoy the game, play up the famous Glasgow Rangers, we are Club at 22 the Rangers podcast, I'll speak to you all next time cheers everybody